Welcome to Always Abounding. This podcast will encourage you as a believer to continue on and always abound in the work of the Lord. Now your host, Keith Stensis. Welcome once again to our podcast, Always Abounding. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse number 58, Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. I never get tired of hearing that verse. Your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Amen. This is Brother Keith Stensis, your missionary in Uganda, East Africa, uh, way over here on the east coast of the great large continent of Africa. And uh, it has been my pleasure to be able to serve the Lord here in Uganda with my family since 1996. And uh, what a blessing it is to be able to uh, continue to serve him here. And I hope and pray that God will continue to allow me many, many more years uh, to serve him here. I do have a prayer request. Uh, Uh, Speaking of that, uh, we have just recently, uh, in the last uh, couple of uh, weeks, we have submitted our reapplication for our certificate of residency. And uh, so please, please pray uh, that that will go through. God enabled me to get some very, very good letters of recommendation uh, from our district leaders. Uh, I was even able to get a letter of recommendation from one of our members of parliament. And uh, and so I'm really, really praying uh, that God will be able to take the paperwork that we have submitted and uh, that we will be able to renew our residency here in the country of Uganda. Uh, most people, uh, when they come, they they have to be under an NGO, and uh, we were that way for quite some time. And then, but after you're here for a period of ten years, uh, you can apply for residency. And uh, the first time you get residency is for five years, and uh, the second time, which is the one we're doing, uh, you can get it for ten years. And uh, so that would be such a blessing not to have to renew our paperwork uh, for another ten years. That would be a that would be such a blessing. Can you believe that um, in 10 years, it will be 1932, 1932, 1932, 2032. What am I thinking? Oh my goodness. Uh, 2032. And uh, it's, it's, it's just funny to me, the older I get, and I, I don't know if other people, I'm sure other people did this, but you know, it's, it's funny to me as I look at the years in our century, uh, 2032, then I start thinking back what happened in 1932, because that was, though I was not born till 1971, uh, that was still kind of the recent history uh, before when I was born. And now we're starting to say, all right, that was 100 years ago, and that was 100 years ago. And, you know, in 20 years' time, uh, you know, we're going to get to 2041 and we're going to be saying World War II was a hundred years ago. And, and, uh, and so I guess that's just all a part of, uh, getting older. And, uh, when I was thinking the other day, I was talking to my wife, I said, you realize that, uh, if we get approved, if we get our residency approved, uh, then, uh, by the time we have to renew again, I'm going to be 62 years old. And that just, I don't know if that excites me. I don't know if that uh, discourages me or whatever, but it just seems like uh, the older you get, the faster time goes. And uh, that is the why, that is why uh, we've got to make sure that uh, the older we get, uh, even though our bodies feel a little bit slower, maybe our minds are moving a little bit 
little bit slower, uh, we've got to make sure that we're always abounding in the work of the Lord. Amen. And my hope and my prayer, whether it is here in Uganda or whether wherever it might be, if God gives me another 10 or 20 years uh, in this country, I don't know. But uh, wherever it is, I hope that I can live out my days serving the Lord Jesus Christ and uh, doing everything I can to always abound in the work of the Lord. And uh, I hope that is your goal as well. I hope that is your desire. And uh, I hope that uh, your motivation for living is to serve the Lord Jesus Christ. And, uh, and that needs to be your motive. That needs to be your desire. And, and I hope that that is in a very real way. Well, today we're going to get right into the scripture because uh, there are several verses that I want to look at today. And again, we're, uh, my purpose for our podcast here is to encourage people to always abound in the work of the Lord. And uh, I've chosen uh, to go verse by verse through the book of James because James has so much in there that helps us as believers to know how we're to act, how we're to conduct ourselves, so that we are able to properly always abound in the work of the Lord. Uh, because if our life is not right, if our heart is not right, uh, then it's going to be very difficult for us to abound in the work of the Lord. It's going to be very difficult for us to move on and accomplish uh, more for the Lord Jesus Christ. And so this book has been a tremendous help to me, uh, a constant reminder that I've got to constantly be looking in and making sure my life is right, my heart is right, and uh, making sure that before I become a judge of others, uh, before I start looking down on other people, making sure that I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing in my own personal work for the Lord Jesus Christ. So go to James chapter 4, James chapter 4, and uh, look in verse number 13, James chapter 4 and verse number 13, and we're going to work our way down to verse number 16, James chapter 4, verses 13 up to 16. Go to now, ye that say, today or tomorrow we will go into such a city, and continue there a year, and buy and sell, and get gain. Whereas ye know not what shall be on the morrow, for what is your life? It is even a vapor that appeareth for a little time, then and then vanisheth away. For that ye ought to say, if the Lord will, we shall live and do this or that. You know, we've been talking about time. We've been talking about age. And, and, uh, and uh, you know, life is, life is full of good intentions, and uh, how many times can we go back in our life and say, uh, I intended to do this, but then life happened. And, uh, and that happens all the time because life always changes. And the plans that we have for tomorrow, the plans we have for next week, I mean, the weather could change those plans. People could change those plans. My desire is to be in Uganda the rest of my life. I, I have no desire right now to move anyplace else. I have no desire to go anyplace else. Uh, I would like to, if the Lord wills, to live out my life in this country, but, but that may change tomorrow. And uh, there may be some health problems. There may be some uh, internal conflict here in the country with, uh, with a government or with elections or, or whatever. And uh, there's just a lot of things that can happen in life that um, that we just don't know. And uh, there's no way we can control the future. There's no way we can know the future. But, but here's what, but I, what I want to encourage us to do today. Plan your future, all right, as if everything's going to happen, and then trust the Lord when God changes it, 
All right? Don't be discouraged when God changes it. Trust the Lord when God changes it. There's nothing wrong with planning. The Bible says that you are wise if you plan. That You need to prepare. You need to be like the ant uh, that prepares his food for the winter time. And, uh, and so that is a biblical principle of preparation. But it, it's sometimes amazing to me that, and it's especially in a country like Uganda, a third world country, uh, the, the most carefully laid plans uh, so many times are changed by the circumstances of life in the country, uh, by the circumstances of weather, by the circumstances of people. And, uh, and if you're not careful, you will get so frustrated over the changes of your plans that you'll, just, you'll get discouraged to go on and do anything. Uh, it's, it's amazing to me. And, 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 and again, I would say this to him if he was sitting in my desk, so I don't mind doing this, but, uh, we have a, a good friend of ours, brother Thomas Irvin and his wife, Kristen, uh, that are working with us here in Masaka. They've been here uh, a little over a year. And, uh, and I just, I thank the Lord for them and uh, thank the Lord for the work that they're doing here. And, uh, he's got a good heart for God. He's a good soul winner and he's a good friend and uh, I appreciate him. But I remember when he came on his survey trip and, uh, the plans that he had laid out. And, uh, I remember when he came, uh, to the field for the very first time and all the plans, uh, that he had uh, laid out for what he was going to do and and what he was going to accomplish. And they were all good plans, and they were all good intentions, and they were all uh, well-meaning things that he wanted to accomplish. But then Uganda happens, all right? We call it the U-factor. Uh, the U-factor steps in and uh, and changes up the plans. And if, you, if you're not flexible and if you're not willing to adjust and bend a little bit with things, you'll be constantly frustrated. You'll be constantly, uh, you know... Uh, mad, you'll be constantly angry, you'll be constantly uh, frustrated at people, frustrated at circumstances because you don't think like, you don't think anything's going on. Now, again, plan for your future as if everything's going to happen just as if you plan, but when the changes come, and they will come, then trust the Lord uh, to help work through those changes, all right? Change is a part of life. Change is a part of 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 how things happen. There's there's nothing that you can do to avoid change. There's nothing you can do to avoid the circumstances of life and the people of life and the things that come into life. And and so what you've got to do is you've got to say, God, give me the grace that I need to be able to plan ahead, to be able to do uh, what I would like to do, to do what I'd like to accomplish. And then God, when you change it, it's your will, it's your desire for things to go in a different direction. Then God, I'm going to submit myself to your will, and uh, I'm going to do what you would have for me to do. So he says here in verse number 13, go to now ye that say, all right, those of you that say today or tomorrow, we will go into such a city. We're going to live there a year and we're going to buy and sell and get gain. So he says, those of you that make plans, uh, those of you that uh, say, hey, this is what we're going to do. And, and by the way, there's nothing wrong with what he says in verse 13. There's nothing wrong that says, hey, we're going to go to a certain city and uh, we're going to live there for a year. We're going to set up a business and uh, we're going to buy and sell. We're going to make a profit. Uh, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. That That is very that is a very good plan. That is a very successful plan that they were looking forward to. But notice in verse number 14. Whereas ye know not what shall be on the morrow. 
For what is your life? It is even a vapor that appeareth for a little time and then vanisheth away. In other words, he says, you don't know what's going to happen. It's a good plan. All right. Thank you for the plan. Thank you for the, the motivation. Thank you for the desire of what you're trying to accomplish. It's a good plan, but always remember, you don't know what is going to be on the morrow. He says, what is life? Life is a vapor. It appears for a little time and then vanisheth away. And by the way, vapor does not go in a straight line. Have you ever noticed that? Vapor goes wherever the wind is leading it to go. All right? It's constantly changing. It's constantly moving. And eventually, it will just simply disappear. That's the way vapor is. That's the way life is. Life is full of change. And, and one thing that I have challenged new missionaries that come into Uganda, Uganda is a uh, third world country. And in third world countries, things are done with that, uh, with that character of, of, of a third world mind where time is not important and, and corruption many times is rampant. And, and uh, it's a different culture. It's a different language. It's a different way of doing things. And, and we who are from the United States of America, we want things done quickly. We want things done on time. We, and, and, and when you get here, I'm telling you, Uganda will put the skids on your plans. It, I'm just telling you, it's going to happen. And uh, Uganda will put the skids on your plan. People will put the skids on your plan. Circumstances, government, immigration, uh, it doesn't matter what it is. You, ha you will have the best laid out plans for what you want to do, and Uganda will throw it back in your face. And you just, you just might as well just expect, all right, this is my plan, but it's probably not going to work. It's probably not going to be fulfilled the way I want it to do. So that's why he says in verse 15, for that ye ought to say, if the Lord will, we shall live and do this or that. Now, so is there anything wrong with what he said in verse number 13? Is there anything wrong with going into the city? If there's, is there anything wrong with continuing there a year? Is there anything wrong with starting a business and making a profit? No, but understand in the best made plans, we may make the plans and we may have the desire for the future, but then God may come in and say, you know what? That's not my plan. I think something else needs to happen. I, uh, think of Job. I mean, the, of, of, you talk about a man who had his plans changed. I mean, in one day, in just a few hours in that short day, his plans for life, his plans for his family, his plans for his business were absolutely shattered. And who allowed it to happen? The Lord did. All right? And so if I'm going to abound in the work of the Lord, we, when we think of abounding, we think of, we think of moving forward. We think of being successful. We think of accomplishing things, and we, we want to do things. And, and so we lay out these plans, and, and I, try to, I try as best I can to lay out my plans for the year. And, and, and this is when I want to have this conference, and this is when I want to be in this village, and this is when I want to do this. But I have found that Uganda throws those things in your face. I've found that health, sometimes you get malaria. Sometimes you get typhoid. Sometimes things happen and, and they ruin the best laid plans. But the point that I'm trying to bring out today is if I'm going to abound in the work of the Lord, God may allow your plans to move from side to side. Okay. Don't let the change in the plans break you. Bend with them. 
All right? Been with them. And that's why he says, if the Lord will, we shall do this or that. All right? My plan is to go to the city. My plan is to continue their year. My plan is to make a profit on my new business that I'm going to start. But I also understand that that may not be the Lord's will. That may not be what God wants me to do. And so, therefore, when God changes the plan, don't fall apart. Don't get discouraged. Don't think that life is ending. Don't think that, that you're not successful. And don't think, hey, listen, there, there has been one of the greatest things that I've learned in the ministry here in Uganda is sometimes it is just as wise to know when God is finished with a ministry than it is to know when God wants you to start a ministry. I've had, I've had great plans here in, in Uganda and, and saying, man, you know, this ministry would be a great ministry and this ministry would help people and this ministry would be a great inroads for evangelism. And, and, uh, and in my mind, I set all the plans up and I, and I set all the thing in motion and I said, this is what uh, I would like to accomplish and this is what I would like to do. And I set out on that plan and then to turn it, turn it out, God changes it. God says, no, that's not what I want you to do. And, and so I, I've got to say, okay, if that's not what God wants me to do. I mean, think about, go, go, to, go to the book of Acts. I think there's a great illustration here in the book of Acts. And uh, notice in chapter 16, Acts chapter 16, Acts chapter 16. And uh, Paul is traveling on the missionary journey. He is here with Silas. And the Bible says, in verse number 6, Acts chapter 16 and verse number 6. Now when they had gone throughout Phrygia and the regions of Galatia and were forbidden of the Holy Ghost to preach the word in Asia. Now, the word forbidden there indicates that that was their plan. We're going to go to Asia, we're going to preach the gospel, and the Holy Spirit of God said, no. Verse number 7, after they were come to Mysia, they essayed to go into Bithynia, but the Spirit suffered them not. What did God do again? God changed their plans. And they, passing by Mysia, came to Troas, and a vision appeared to Paul in the night. There stood a man of Macedonia and prayed unto him, saying, Come over into Macedonia and help us. And after he had seen the vision, immediately we endeavored to go into Macedonia, assuredly gathering that the Lord had called us for to preach the gospel unto them. Now, so what was Paul doing? Paul was laying out some very good intentioned plans. What better intention is there to preach the gospel in a place where the gospel is not at? I want to go to Asia. All right. So let's go to Asia and preach the gospel. And God says, no, God shuts the door. Well, I want, I want to go to, uh, 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 to, tro or, uh, I want to go to Bithynia. And the spirit said, no, I don't want you to go to Bithynia. Now, are there people there that need to be saved? Undoubtedly. Are there people there that their lives need changed? Absolutely. But that was not God's will. All right? So my point is this. Make the plans. We need to plan ahead. And we need to, we need to in our mind, have the intention to accomplish and use whatever resources that, are, that, is, that is in our ability to be able to accomplish the work that God's called us to do. But always in the back of your mind, understand this. God may change the plan. God may say that is not my will. God may say that is not what I want you to do. So don't throw your hands up in the air and say, well, you know, we're, we're just finished. 
you know, I, I remember people telling me uh, years ago that, you know, if, if, if God, if something happens and you decide, all right, I, I'm no longer here, I'm going to move here, I'm going to go here to preach the gospel, I'm going to go here, and, and people look at that, well, you're, you're, you're questioning the call of God, and you're running from the call of God. Didn't God call you there? And if God called you there, the gifts and callings of God are without repentance, so therefore if God's called you there and you move from there, then you're out of the will of God. How, how, how can we say that? And, and I know a lot of people that, that I went to Bible college with and a lot of people that I, uh, that I was in the ministry with that got very discouraged because they felt that God was trying to change their direction, but they were so afraid of, of being branded a quitter. They were so afraid of being branded someone that was out of the will of God that they continued trying to, as we say, beat a dead horse. And that's why I said, listen, if God is not in something, if God's will is not there, if God's provision is not there, then be willing to follow the Lord's will. All right? Now, I think you understand that within all of this, there is always that capacity of a person quitting. There's always that capacity of blaming God's will on uh, the fact that you're lazy, blaming God's will on the fact that you're not doing a work. I, I understand all that. But, but, but I think we need to also remember that in our life, and I've seen this in our ministry in Uganda, there, there have been many times that I've laid out the plans and I said, this is what we're going to do in our ministry. This is the direction we're going to go. This is what we want to accomplish. And, and God changes those plans. And you know what I do? I say, all right, Lord, I'm willing to close that ministry down. And what I have found many times in our ministries here in Uganda is when God closes a ministry, it is simply that God knew that we needed the time to be able to accomplish another ministry. You know, one of the we we had a, a ministry here, Word of Life Radio, and uh, had the radio ministry, FM radio ministry here for 20 years. We operated this radio station. And, and I planned on operating this radio for, for the longest amount of time. I mean, what a great opportunity using FM radio to reach the hearts and lives of people uh, where you normally would not be able to go personally. And I love the radio. I love speaking on the radio. I love preaching on the radio. I love doing radio programs. I, if, if I could have a secular job, uh, I would love to be working for a radio station. That would, that would be a love that I would have. There's a desire for that. But there came a point when God said, that's enough. I'm changing that particular direction. Now, my plan was to continue the radio. And I had a lot of people, good people, that were saying, no, uh, the, the radio is what you need to have. And you've had it for 20 years. How can you, how can you uh, turn uh, away from the radio that you've had for all this long? Now, watch this. If I had continued with the radio and if I had continued trying to find, uh, to, to sponsor and fund that radio, I would not be able to do what I'm doing right now in traveling all around the country of Uganda, training men of God, train, starting training centers, discipling men, helping churches. And now we're able to work with 22 churches up there in Kalita. We're working with 11 churches down here. There's no way I would have had the time or the resources and the effort uh, to be able to accomplish those things, trying to operate a radio station at the same time. But you know what? God knew that. God knew that. And God says, all right, we've let the radio go for 20 years. So now let's close it. That wasn't in my plans. 
But as I look back on it right now, I thank God so much. And, and, I, and it's not just the radio. I remember we wanted to start a vocational school here and, and try to help people with, with jobs and, and using that as a way to get into our village and, and help our village. And, and again, it was a great intention plan. It was a great uh, uh, plan that we had. But, but I come to realize after having it for two years, this is not what God wants. God's provision was not in it. God's hand was not in it. And so again, one of the biggest parts of maturity is not knowing how to start ministries, but knowing how to stop them. Because sometimes God wants you to go a different direction. And so as we conclude today, I just want to encourage us, don't be, don't be afraid and don't be discouraged when change happens. When God says, hey, that's a good plan. And, and you have a good desire there, but you know what? Life is short. Life is a vapor. And, 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 and you know what? That's not my will for you to do that. And so I am going to change that plan. All right? So a lot of times we look at this verse, verse 14, whereas you know not what shall be on the morrow, for what is your life is even a vapor, appears for a little time and then vanishes away. A lot of times we focus on death. Well, I may die tomorrow. Um, and, 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 and I know that's true, but I think it goes beyond talking just about death. I think we just need to be willing and say, God, if I'm going to always abound for you, if I'm going to always do the work of God for you, if I'm going to always press on for you, then I need to be willing and I need to accept the fact that you may change my plans. You may use the country of Uganda to do that. You may use weather to do that. You may use health to do that. You may use your pastor to do that. There's all kinds of things that God may use to do that. But when God chooses to change your plans, don't fall apart. Adjust your direction and keep abounding in the work of the Lord. Keep moving on. A change in direction. I remember uh, uh, an evangelist back when I was a kid. Uh, the, the man is still alive today. His name is Evangelist Bill Pitsenbarger. And uh, there was a couple messages that he preached that I, even just as a kid, that I've never forgotten. And one of the, one of the messages he preached, I don't even remember the name of the message, but I remember the illustration that he used. He used the illustration of a rodeo. And he talked about how uh, that cowboy who is trying to drive that cow, all right, that cow wants to go this direction, and the horse moves it back this way. And the cow wants to go this direction, the horse moves it back this way. And that horse is trained to keep that cow going in the direction he's supposed to go. Now, again, sometimes in our lives, we're like that cow. We want to go this direction. We want to go this direction. And God is there. He's not condemning us. He's not, it's not that it's a bad thing to plan. We're supposed to plan. But God is there like that cutting horse. He's moving us here. He's moving us there. He's moving us here. He's moving us there, making sure that we are staying in the center of God's will. And though there have been changes and though there have been things that I've had to adjust to in the ministry, I'm still in the will of God. I'm still doing the work of God. I'm still abounding in the work of the Lord. Amen. That, that, that is encouraging to me. Because that, that takes, yes, I want to plan. And yes, I want to do everything I can to prepare for the future. But I need to give God, I need to allow God the opportunity to work in such a way where God says, hey, I'm going to change your plans. 
And I need to be willing to be okay with that. I need to be willing to accept that. I need to be willing to say, all right, God, that's, that was not my plan, but your will is this. And so, Lord, I'm going to follow your will. And in your will, though it was not my plan, but in your will, your will now becomes my plan. And so, therefore, in your plan, I am going to always abound in the work of the Lord. Amen. What a great passage of Scripture. Great encouragement there. And uh, maybe you're facing a, a, a time of change right now. Maybe the ministry, uh, a change in your ministry or a change in your family or something. Don't, don't balk at the change. Don't fight it, all right? Don't, don't, don't think you're out of the will of God because there's change. Just keep on serving the Lord. He says, hey, what you ought to say is, if the Lord's will, we shall do this or that. Amen. And uh, I hope and pray that God's will is for my life to continue here in Uganda. But I am open and I'm willing for God to make whatever changes that he wants to make in my life. Amen. God bless you so much. Thank you so much for tuning in today to the Always Abounding podcast. Every Friday we upload a new podcast uh, to try to encourage you to always abound in the work of the Lord. And I hope and pray that this podcast will continue to be a help and a blessing to you. Don't forget to go to our website, kstensisfamily.com, and uh, you can go to that website and uh, see different aspects of our ministry, what God is allowing us to be a part of here in Uganda. And uh, those of you that pray for us, those of you that support our ministry, thank you, thank you, thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for all that you do for us. Without you, we would not be able to accomplish and do what we're able to do over here. And uh, so your part in our ministry is vital. And uh, we thank you so much for that. Well, thank you so much. Have a wonderful day. I encourage you to always abound in the work of the Lord. First Corinthians 15 and verse number 58. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord for as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. What a great promise. Amen. God bless you so much. We'll see you next Friday. And until then, do everything you can to always abound in the work of the Lord. God bless you so much. Have a wonderful day in the Lord. We want to thank you for listening today. We trust that this podcast was an encouragement to you to always abound in the work of the Lord. For more information about your host or simply contact us, visit kstensisfamily.com.